It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top Realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Angie, ready to get it started with some listener questions? Yeah, let's get for it. All right, here we go. Our first one comes to us from Steve, and Steve is in Holly Springs. By the way, if you'd like to submit a question, you can do that online at acolerealty.com or by texting the word SAVVY to the number 21000. All right, Steve says, I'm trying to decide if now is a good time to buy a home. Inflation is my top concern this year, but I'm not sure if that should steer me toward buying or waiting. I have one friend who bumped up their timeline because of future inflation. They figure they'll get the home cheaper now before it inflates more later in the year. But another friend is going to stick with renting because the price of everything is going up and it's going to make home ownership that much pricier. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. And honestly, we're hearing that time and time again. But, you know, the market is not softening. Um, There was actually recent um, news that just came out that they say for Raleigh, Raleigh is going to be the third hottest market in the U.S., in 2022, uh, appreciation at 24%, taking the average price point from around like a 415, ending in uh, 2021, up to over 450,000. So that goes to show you now is the time to buy, get in there because values are continued to go up. They are not dropping. So if you don't make that move now, it could be too late to maybe where you personally don't feel comfortable with the mortgage payments in the market that we're in because now you have priced yourself outside of the market or the market, market, I guess, actually has priced itself outside of where you feel comfortable. Right now, also with the mortgage rates, mortgage rates still are a great. I mean, when we're in the low threes, you know, I've even seen lower than three based upon your credit scores um, and your down payment, of course, and debt to income. But I mean, the interest rates are still super, super low. So that means that your buying power is even more. If that interest rate goes up just even at 1%, that makes a huge difference in your mortgage payment. So I would not wait around because we are not going to see the market softening anytime soon. And I don't even think that it will soften. I think we're just at a new average price point that is much higher than where it was at just even a year ago. We sort of stabilized in the maybe, you know, kind of third and fourth quarter of 2021. And sounds like with being the number three market in the country predicted in 2022 that we're ready to start rocketing back up again, which will be interesting to see over the next couple of months play out. I know that's got a lot of people concerned, Angie. Maybe, perhaps, and tell me if I'm wrong here, but if somebody is really worried about inflation and the cost of home ownership and, you know, the cost of materials and goods and those kinds of things, you can, one, not buy as much house as maybe you previously were thinking about. And two, you know, that could maybe steer you away if somebody was originally thinking of maybe like buying a fixer-upper or something like that, steer you away from investing in a home like that. Get one where you're not going to have to make a lot of improvements to it over the next short-term couple of years while these prices are higher and inflated. 
Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with you. You know, I always say, you know, play it on the safe side, right? None of us ever want to be like so-called house poor. So, you know, maybe try not to max out your top budget. Um, so you do have room. If there's repairs that need to be made, you feel comfortable with having the means to do so. Um, because like you said, construction materials continue to go up. So, you know, doing some type of improvement or change, what it used to cost is now completely different. And I think it will only continue to change and continue to go up as far as the cost of, you know, lumber, materials, all that good stuff. So yeah, stay within your budget, if not lower. And then, you know, always have that buffer in case you do need to make some type of improvements and maybe try to get something that's a little bit more moving ready. Steve, let me give you Angie's phone number so you can call or text and maybe set up a time to chat a little bit more in depth about your budget, numbers, timing of everything here at the beginning of the new year to see what might be the best fit for you so we can get a little bit more information about you. And that goes for anybody who's thinking about buying or selling here in the beginning of the year. A lot of things are changing, a lot of moving parts. Great to have that expert on your side guiding you through the process. Angie and her team could certainly do that. Again, 919-538-6477 is Angie's direct number. You can call or text 919-538-6477. If you prefer to get a little bit more information first, you can also text the word SAVVY to the number 21000, and that's where you can access all of our show resources. So we've got a buying guide there. We've got information for sellers like finding out the value of your home and much more. So text the word SAVVY to the number 21000 to access all of those things. All right, Jill has our next question. And uh, Jill is over in Apex and says, we're renovating our last bathroom and I'm having a debate with my husband. He wants to go with a stand-up shower, but that'll mean we have zero tubs in the house. Not a big deal for our family, but we're definitely going to sell at some point. Would that be a negative for any future families that want to move in? So Jill, if you are the one that's stating you think it's good to keep a tub, I'm all about woman power and I agree with you, not agreeing with your husband there. I think that's how um, (laughs) you stated that. Um, Yeah, you know, I I understand that for you, a tub maybe is not important, but if you are thinking about selling, you know, five, seven years to now, you know, definitely keeping at least one tub in the home is going to be important. You know, you might not have children, you might not have little ones, or maybe a elderly person that maybe needs to get in there and kind of sit down but the next buyer might. So for resale purposes, definitely keep a tub in one of the bathrooms. It's a great point. Uh, We made that decision a couple of years when we moved in. We were doing a little bit of bathroom renovation here and there and decided to keep the one bathroom instead of going all out and making it a nice fancy shower. Just keep the standard sort of tub set up and, you know, some just in case the next family that moves in has small kids, they'd be able to you know, do the bath time and things like that a little bit easier that way. So it is a must. Yeah. Good. Good (laughs) to still have one in the house. Four kids. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So you're thinking pretty smart there, Jill. And uh, to your husband, sorry, we can't side with you on this one, but uh, uh, great question overall. Bill has our next question in Wake Forest. And Bill says, so yeah, there's like nothing for sale that matches my search criteria on Zillow. Am I being too picky? I just don't know what to do. I feel like I'm being reasonable in my search parameters, but still coming up empty. You're probably too picky. (laughs) You know, I think think it's the, I guess, unfortunate market that we are in. And you are not the only buyer that's in that situation. You know, just to be honest with you, we have these conversations with buyers all the time. We go through their housing search, what they're looking looking for in a home, their wants, their needs, and whatnot. After they give us all the information, we then come back to them and say, Mm, 
there's one home that fits everything you're asking for. So that's when we then dive deeper and just educate them on the market that what you're looking for honestly just doesn't even exist anymore. You know, maybe because home prices have changed, uh, the limited inventory. So how about we open up your search a little bit? Maybe can you go out maybe just another five to 10 miles? Can you, you know, change your budget a little bit if you feel comfortable with that? Maybe your requirement for a certain amount of square footage. Could we tweak that just a bit as long as the layout works for you and your situation? situation in your family. Um, so just, I would say, be a little bit more open-minded maybe to, you know, your must-haves in a home and understand with the change of the market as far as prices going up and the limited, limited inventory that we have, what you thought you could get maybe doesn't exist as much. Um, but I would also say you might just need to be a little bit more patient too, because a great um, tool that we do is based on your criteria, we can pull, and this is what we do, is we go and we look six months ago of closed sales. Okay, was there anything that has closed in the last six months or maybe the last 90 days that met your needs? And if there wasn't, well, what you're asking for just doesn't exist. And it didn't exist in the past, it's not going to exist in the future. But maybe, you know, there were several homes that closed out that met your needs. So maybe we just need to be patient and maybe wait a little bit, you know, wait around for that home to come on the market that meets your needs. I think this is just like just just for a fun point here because Bill's question is such a such a good one and you mentioned so many people are going through this right now. Uh, just as an example, I I put in some very simple parameters for Wake Forest and I included like the North Raleigh area, and all I did was say I wanted to be under five hundred thousand dollars and one acre plus of land uh-huh. for the home, and there's one house in Wake Forest. And yeah. one in North Raleigh. And that wasn't even being that picky. You only asked for two things, right? right? <laughs> two, par- two parameters. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. price is going to be a big one. And then, you know, there's not as many one-acre places, you know, uh, these days to, to be found, especially under that price point. Right. But still, just two yeah. parameters. And I've got two options in the entirety of North Raleigh and Wake Forest. A couple more, though, to your point, start to pop up around Youngsville. And if we get out to Rollsville, so that's kind of like perfect to your point of like if, if that's like, you know, the land is really important to you and you want more options, then you may need to expand your, your distance a little bit. So, mm-hmm. yep. Anyway, thought that was interesting. Just like two yeah. little parameters, boom. So you just see how so your inventory dives would, down. Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. So great question, Bill. A lot of people having that. So just look for, you know, some small tweaks can certainly go a long way. You know, Angie, when we were first uh, buying our first home, you know, we we put in kind of a top uh, dollar parameter and we were t- having trouble finding, uh, you know, that perfect home that we liked. And it wasn't until the sellers, now this is back when it was a buyer's market and listings were coming down in price all the time. This isn't necessarily advice for today to sit and wait, but it'll illustrate the point. This house that the entire time we'd been searching was only $1,000 more than what our top line, you know, price point was. Uh, eventually lowered their price and it fell into our uh, into our range and all of a sudden popped up in our search yep. and we went and looked at it and like immediately put in an offer and that ended up being the the home that we bought like it was sitting there waiting for us the whole time just one thousand dollars above the uh, you know above the price that we had in our search so like one little tweak that's crazy one would have opened tweak. us up to more to more things yep. so think about that a little bit Bill what little yeah. tweak can you make in your preferences that might open up some more things to you. Anne has our last question of the week over in Durham. And Anne says, we have a $3 million budget for our next home purchase. What's your experience working with luxury home buyers? And what should we know about the process 
that's different from buying a, not sure how to say this properly, uh, normally priced home. The last home we purchased years ago was only $200,000. So that's a little bit different experience. Somebody who bought a yeah. home maybe years ago at two hundred k and you know maybe got some good jobs and some other things yeah, going on over the last awesome. decade or two and now they're they got a three million dollar budget that does seem like it'd be a little bit different experience now yeah yeah you know in our market here in the triangle it's like a luxury market used to be almost like eight hundred thousand but you know actually just with the amount of growth here in the triangle uh the appreciation you know we are now seeing this luxury market i know our team right now i believe we have four or five homes under contract right now that are over the million dollar mark two of those being over two million dollar mark actually three of them and you know i've heard of talk of a builder coming in is supposed to be building like a nine million dollar home around the north hills area so oh, wow. um this you know when you think of those numbers you think of other areas like oh new york and california and arizona but actually you know i think raleigh's moving in that direction so um as far as helping someone who is looking in that price point you know first of all the price the process is the same but it's important that you are matched with an agent who is confident and who can educate you and just who is experienced and can, just knows their stuff you know i have a select few of agents on our team that i truly feel confident that they can guide someone in the luxury market because they know the builders, they know the market, they know the locations, and they just understand the quality, the construction, what goes into the homes. Um, and so you need an agent like that who really can be just the expert in luxury sales because it, it is a different ball game. There's, you know, just even the build time alone, you know, build time on a typical home could be maybe six months, you know, luxury homes can easily take, you know, 18 plus months to build. So it is just a longer process because there's a lot more that goes into a luxury home. Um, maybe because square footage is a lot larger, just maybe the details and customizations. Um, and so understanding that process is very important and having someone who can guide you through that is top priority. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.